You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. The Haftorah this morning can be found on page um, 1000 in the uh, Eitz Chaim and on page 750 in the Hertz Kumash. It's a special Haftorah that's read always this Shabbat that precedes Tisha B'Av. It's the third in a series of Haftorot called the Haftorot de Puranuta, the Haftorot of Admonition. And it's a special one called uh, Chazon Yeshayahu, the vision of Isaiah, which lends this Shabbat a special name. This Shabbat is actually called Shabbat Chazon, the Shabbat of vision, referring to the vision of Isaiah that's laid out in our Haftorah this morning. But I have to warn you, that Isaiah's chazon, Isaiah's vision, is not a nice one. Now, in fact, Isaiah brings the fire and brimstone to his vision, or he sees the fire and brimstone and reports it to the people, telling them what kind of behaviors and what kind of activity, if the people of Israel are not careful, are going to lead to the destruction of Jerusalem and the Jewish people that we know inevitably happened in Isaiah's time when the Babylonians destroyed the temple in uh, 586 BCE and then unfortunately again happened uh, several hundred years later in 70 CE when the Romans uh, destroyed the second temple in Jerusalem. And it's easy to get lost in the theology of if you do the wrong thing, God's going to zap you with a lightning bolt and destroy the temple. That seems to be what Isaiah is saying. But if you take it just a little bit of a step back from that, from that cause and effect, what he's really making an argument for is what is the source of Jewish survival? What makes us continue to be strong and continue to flourish? And what makes us, as a people, weak and disintegrating and broken at the seams and in danger of losing everything? And the answer that Isaiah gives is not what you might think. He doesn't say that the greatest risk to the Jewish people is intermarriage. He could say that. He doesn't say that. He could say that the greatest risk to the Jewish people is People don't learn as much in Hebrew school as they used to. You know, so they don't know the prayers as much as they used to. They can't read Torah. They don't know how to bring the sacrifices. And in fact, Isaiah says exactly the opposite thing. He says that God has told him, What need have I of all of your sacrifices, says the Lord? I am sated with burnt offerings of rams and suet of fatlings and blood of bulls, and I have no delight in lambs and he goats that you come to appear before me? Who asked that of you? It's not that Isaiah is saying that those ritual aspects of Judaism are not important, are not something that we should take pride in and commit ourselves to and do, but he's making an argument that that's not the core of what it is to be Jewish, and therefore, if we lose even all of that stuff, that's not the greatest risk to the Jewish people's survival. The greatest risk to the survival of the Jewish people is this. Verse 17. 
Learn to do good. Devote yourselves to justice. Aid the wronged. Uphold the rights of the orphan. Defend the cause of the widow. The greatest threat to the survival of the Jewish people is that we are not living up to our most core and sacred values. And that is to do what is right, to commit ourselves to justice, and justice, by the way, means equality. It means fairness. There are causes in our society, in this community, in our country, and in our world that call out for Jewish commitment to justice. One of them, I believe, happened this week as the 4th District Court of Appeals struck down Virginia's ban on same-sex marriages. That, I think, should have Jewish people at the forefront, storming the gates, saying this is an issue of justice. That people who are attracted to members of the same sex, gays and lesbians, should have exactly the same rights and privileges as everybody else in our society. That is a cause of justice. And for Jews to not be lending their voice to that, for not, not supporting and upholding the causes of justice, aiding the orphan and the widow who in Isaiah's time were the marginalized, the disadvantaged of the society, the people who were cast aside and made to feel like outsiders. If we are not on their side, then we are not doing what we are called to be doing as Jews. And that is the greatest threat to their survival of the Jewish people. This week, we commemorate Tisha B'Av, in which we recall the most painful moments of our history, the moments in which we were destroyed and wiped away. But you know, when the temple was destroyed, some of our rabbis, the second temple was destroyed, some of our rabbis were crying at the ruins of Jerusalem. And they said, how can we go on as Jews when the place that the sins of the Jewish people were atoned for lies in ruins. And the response that other rabbis gave is that a temple is not going to be what keeps and saves the Jewish people. Acts of love and kindness, commitment to living Torah, and the pursuit of justice and righteousness, that is what is going to save the Jewish people. He chesed chafatzti, God says, because love is what I want, velo zavach, and not sacrifice. Continue coming to synagogue. Continue encouraging your, Jew, your children to marry other Jews. Those are important things. But unless we are at the forefront of causes of justice, we aren't fulfilling the Jewish mission in the world. <laughs>